0: Good everyone, it's your boy CJ the done. You cannot say CJ without putting that done in it. Before we get started, I'd like to give unto God. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be here at all. Second, I'd like to thank the people that's in the United States. Germany, uh, Malta, uh, hold on y'all. India, Poland, Ireland, Canada, Australia, um, South Africa, Nigeria, United Kingdom, Brazil, Morocco um, Mexico, Ukraine, Ecuador, Norway, Spain. If it wasn't for y'all, y'all, this podcast would not be doing what it's doing now. Um, and I appreciate every single one of y'all. Um, I know I have a lot of listeners on, uh, Apple, Spotify. Um, I said Apple, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, our heart radio, uh, anchor and some more. And it's 42%. Of young ladies that is listening to this podcast, so I know I'm doing something great. The 42 percent of young ladies are listening, and um, shout out to everybody that's, you know, wherever you at, the city, you know, state. Shout out to you for supporting me, and um, yeah, if it wasn't for y'all, after all, would not be. What it, it wouldn't be doing what it's doing now, but I appreciate it. Um, shout out to. Shout out to my goddamn stillers, okay? Shout out to the Steelers. I do want to say this Kenny Pickett, he's not the answer. Mason Rudolph, bro. This man, and I knew I'm glad I betted on him. This man has done more than what Kenny Pickett has done within one game, bro. One game. And I'm glad I betted on him because every time Mason Rudolph get in the game, he makes the throws that Kenny Pickett don't want to make. George Pickens just hit for 159 yards, probably off of five receptions. Five receptions. Kenny Pickett, he's scared to throw the he's scared to throw it to uh Pickens. Scared to throw it to him. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I feel like Mason Rudolph needs to be the starter until um, the playoffs, and then going into the next year, I feel like Kenny Pickett is not ready. And we was high off him because, shit, we needed a quarterback at the Big Ben. We didn't trust Mitch Trubisky, and we wasn't fucking with Mason Rudolph just because he didn't ever get a chance to prove himself. But I'm rude for Mason Rudolph because he's been on the bench since 2018. And his last game was preseason of 2019, Oh no, uh I think it was like week sixteen against the Lions and we lost. Well, I think we uh no we went to overtime and that's when like we went downhill. But we ended up going to the playoffs and lost to the Chiefs. But that's besides the point. I'm rooting for um, Mason Rudolph and Miles Jack. Cause Miles Jack, if y'all don't know for all the sports fans, Miles Jack, he he retired uh this year simply because he got cut from the Steelers. Uh well he didn't get cut. He didn't just get signed back. He didn't get signed back and then um he was on his uh, couch playing video games and then he got picked up from the Eagles. Then he got picked up like two weeks ago <clears throat> we got uh Eric Rowe as well um I'm happy for Miles Jack. I'm really rooting for him because I want him to actually get a shot. Pittsburgh, we are a very impatient team simply because, like, the prestige of what the organization um, is or, or what it has brought to, you know, the NFL. Like, we produce Hall of Famers. We have... Great defense, but we just haven't been showing it. And I feel like they gotta let Terrell Austin go. And we be so cheap that we want to keep like the in-house people jobs. And I see that, and I see why because we only had three coaches. It was Chuck Knoll and uh, Bill um, Cower and then Mike Tomlin. But I understand that. But we do need to go get a home run offensive coordinator. I don't know if we will, but. I want us to probably get uh, Eric uh, Beanamy or Bellamy, whatever it is. Not whatever, but his name. uh, He was an offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. And um, he's the Washington Commanders um, offensive coordinator right now. But that would be a home run uh, hire. I would appreciate that if we did get him. But if we don't, we'll just have to see. I ain't gonna lie, I, I was high on firing Mike, Mike Tomlin because it's like we we be beating teams that we don't supposed to beat, and we lose to the teams that we supposed to beat, and I don't like that. Like we were supposed to beat the Arizona Cardinals, we lost to them. We were supposed to beat the um, the Colts, we lost thirty to thirteen. Then we lost to another team. I can't remember the team. I can't remember the team because we we was on a three game losing streak. And I was just like, man, I'm tired of it. And then I kept I, I kept seeing something like Mike Tomlin is – Mike Tomlin was winning off Bill's old player. And I was like, hmm, who was there when, you know, when Bill was coaching? Then I looked at Troy Palamalu, Joey Porter, um, James Ferrier. You know, all these people sound like, dang, maybe we do need to change um, – for a head coach. But, you know, every time we start doubting, Mike Tomlin ends up proving us wrong. But the thing is with Pittsburgh, and then I'm going to switch gears, but I just wanted to vent about this. The thing with Pittsburgh, we waste a lot of good talent. We waste a lot of good talent. Mason Rudolph, I'm not saying he's uh, the greatest quarterback. He's not. But he is a good quarterback to be playing. Mr. Biscay, he's not a quarterback to where you want him to start. And we see why when he's uh, when he played against the Colts, like, bro, like the Colts. I'm not going to lie. The Colts are a very good sound team, <clears throat> but they're not as good as they used to be with pay many. How did we lose to Gardner Minshew and Gardner Minshew? I would take Gardner Minshew over Kenny Pickett and Mr. Trubisky any fucking day because he know how to fucking win. He know how to fucking win. Soon as when Anthony Richardson got hurt, this man went and got them, I don't know what, how many wins, six or seven wins? I don't know, I'm not saying, I don't know when he came uh, into the starting role, but I know for a fact, as soon as he got there, they won and I don't think they have lost yet except I think against Jacksonville. I don't know. Don't, don't don't quote me. But I'm just saying, I'll take Gardner Minshew over Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky any day. And we got on that bandwagon because we seen what he did at Pitt. We seen that run to where he slid and he almost hit his knees. He was finna fake slide and he took four touchdown. Bro, we got fucking lit. We got fucking lit. We were supposed to take Malik Willis. And I feel like he haven't got a shot. But, you know... Um, Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis You know, they doing their thing over there Will, he's the the guy for Tennessee, he's the guy Ryan Tannehill, he was good In 2019 when they needed him When they needed a quarterback But Our biggest issue The stillest biggest issue right now We have no identity For offense Like we pick and choose what games that we want to do well in And then we do well in that game, and then we go on the down slope. Like, we got to figure out what the fuck is the problem. And the problem really is our O-line, Mason Cole. He's not a fucking good center. Um, And Kenny Pickett, we need another quarterback. I feel like we should start Mitch. I mean, not Mitch. We should uh, keep Mason Rudolph where he's at until the season is over. Because I don't want to see Mitch Trubisky. Bro. Bro. I betted against Mr. Biscay last week, and he he did exactly what I expected him to do. I, I messed up on my parlay because of Brock Purdy. Well, not it wasn't Brock Purdy. It was George Kittle. I would have won two hundred dollars if George Kittle would have caught two passes. He didn't fucking do that. He didn't do that, and I had uh Brock Purdy going over two forty-five, and he had two forty-two. He was right there. Because of George Kittle, dumbass, didn't want to fucking catch the ball. His ass don't know how to fucking catch. But I bet it against Mr. Trubisky because he fucking sucked. Mr. Trubisky is not the quarterback that I want to see every fucking Sunday. It's a headache seeing his ass behind the center. That's two bad combos or two bad duos: Mr. Trubisky and Mason Cole. I don't want to see that shit, even with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is slow as fuck. Like, y'all, if y'all pay attention, this is to all the Steelers fans, to all the sports fans, NFL fans. If you pay attention to Kenny Pickett, he is slow as shit. Mason Rudolph has more fucking heart than Kenny Pickett. The reason why I say that, today, the second fucking play, this nigga threw it to George Pickens and we went to the crib. We went to the crib. I bet, I bet, I bet that he was going to get two touchdowns. Guess what? I'm going green for that. He got two touchdowns, and I bet Chris Boswell to get two uh, made field goals. He got that. How can your third-string quarterback come in and do better than your quarterback that was starting and better than your second-string quarterback? I don't understand that shit I don't and he been sitting on that sideline for years busting his ass he went from the second uh, second string QB behind Big Ben then when Big Ben left he was a second string QB behind Kenny Pickett we really wanted Kenny Pickett to start because of Mr. Biskey against the Jets game and we thought like all right Kenny Pickett is the fucking guy then I look at his fucking stats. He he threw for two thousand yards, six touchdowns, and four interceptions. Nigga, it's fucking week what, fifteen, and you got six touchdowns and four interceptions. I understand we had Matt Canada. Yes, he was he sucked. He sucked. That's why I say we need to go get an offensive coordinator so we can get to back to having those glory days, you know. But still. You the quarterback, bro. You gotta be able to get out of sticky situations and win the fucking ballgame. Mason Rudolph threw it to George Pickens. who is our guy. And that's our go-to guy. He's like the Antonio Brown right now. And he's not Antonio Brown, but I ain't gonna lie, I see, I see the, the I see the resemblance. The Stillers fans out there that's you know, that's gonna to listen to this one day. Y'all can kind of see this shit. He has the spark of Antonio Browns. Because every time <clears throat> Antonio Brown get the ball, you either think he's going to get a first down or he's going to score. It's either one of those two. He's going to turn the play into something. He's going to turn nothing into something every time he gets the ball. And that what George Pickens reminds me of. He reminds me of Antonio Brown a little bit. And then Jalen Warren, bro. Like, Jalen Warren has to start. Jalen Warren has to start. Najee Harris, he's doing... He's doing better. He's doing better. And I feel like in order for us to get our groove, we're going to have to do those sweeps to the left and to the right. Because that's what's working right now. I'm glad that we stopped doing the single back formation to where we bringing Allen Robinson back and then going back to the other spot into the slot and then uh, running the ball. I'm glad we stopped doing that shit and started switching it up. But I'm happy, though. I'm happy. Because I'm about to hit on my parlay and I bet that Mason Rudolph, I said Mason, <laughs> I bet that Mason Rudolph was going to get two touchdowns. And look, I was right. Every time I bet against the Steelers, I end up getting my shit, or if I, I bet for him, um or I bet on them, we end up getting this shit. But, you know, that was my quick little rant for the Steelers. And I'm. Um, I just want to say this. Before I continue to go into my football rant, we got to take a shot. We got to take a shot. That was on me, the motion sensor. Okay. <clears throat> we got to take a shot. Hey, I did say this. Hey. For everybody that is... Um, that is a needing to talk to somebody or that is a need to, that is a need of courage, you know what I'm saying? Keep going. Um, You never know when your life can change. All I say, a lot of stuff can happen within a year. A lot of stuff can happen within three months to six months. Just keep going. Those that don't have family, I pray that you're safe. Those that do, I still pray that you're safe. Um, those that who are spending the holidays by themselves I pray that God give you um, unconditional love He sees the people that he know that is right for you I pray that um, the hurt that you're feeling I really do and genuinely pray that um, you be surrounded around people that is going to help you during those tough times, and it's going to help you um, be the best version that you can be. Um, with that being said, we're gonna pray. we're gonna toast that the best of our life will be the rest of our life, and then the best of my episode will be the rest of my episodes. <clears throat> and we uh, also we manifesting like. Um, This be Next year be a great year You know Everybody say That's kind of lush I You know Everybody say Like This year gonna be my year Next year You know We just gotta Put in the work And that's it We gotta put in the work I ain't gonna lie This is probably The nastiest Fucking whiskey I ever had In my fucking life This shit Kings Creek Black label This shit is Ass and it's 80 proof, 40% alcohol. This shit ass. And it says minimum four years aged. Yeah, this shit weak. I I'm not ever listening to a guy that I'm not listening to nobody that gives me their uh opinion on whiskey no more. I'm gonna stick to Jack Daniels because this shit sucks. I ain't gonna lie. This shit ass. This shit ass. But, hey, toast up for y'all to uh, have a great holidays. If you're spending time with your family, toast up um, to those um, that's getting that new new crib, new opportunity, that raise, that car. You know, I pray that y'all continue to stay humble and stay grateful because the minute you feel like... um, You miss Hot Shot or Mr. Hot Shot, you know, God can take it away. Shout out to Miss Franklin. For all y'all that don't know, you gotta go to Lone up or you had to go to Lone up to figure that out, or went to Lone up. But um, yeah, may the best of our life be the rest of our life, and the best of my episode be the rest of my episode. Oh my gosh, nigga. That shit is ass. That shit's so ass, I'm drinking a Red Bull like it's a fucking shot. Damn, I feel that shit right down in here. Oh, shout out to my guy, Willie. Shout out to Jinobi, I got on his brand. You know, I love Brown. I'm not going to lie. I love Brown. When I went onto your website, bro. And you know, I've been wanting to rock your shit like five years ago, bro. I remember you first told me about your brand. You was like, bro, I want you to rock this um, on your YouTube. And I was like, hell yeah, bro. I'm going to do it. You just let me know, you know. And and like for years, bro, it was like, I ain't going to lie. I was bullshitting. He was bullshitting, you know what I'm saying? But how? Because it was in college. I ain't really have the money to really support, you know, shit. You struggling, you know, when you're in college. But uh, I think last week, I was like, man, let me go in there and actually go get this shit and go support him because I've been wanting to wear his shit. And, bro, when I looked on that website and I seen, uh, I seen, like, How organized your website was, and then the people like that you had on there that was um, taking, was getting their photos taken, like how everything was just neat, bro, and like it just looks vibrant, bro. Everything looked organic, and I seen that you had some brown on there. I said, yeah, I gotta get that, and I fuck with it, bro. Like this shit hard. This shit say protect your energy, uh, protect your peace, protect your uh, soul. Protect your energy and protect your. Um, and it says your only enemy is you. Created in Los Angeles, California, made for you by Jenobi. Man, this shit hard. Protect your peace, y'all. Get it at Genovi.com. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I'ma figure out later on. But y'all go support my guy Willie and Willie. Um. <clears throat> bro, I rock with this. I rock with the brown and I rock with the green, bro. I should have got a medium because this shit is kind of tight. And I'm a skinny guy, bro. But this shit, you know, a little too little too tight. But I promise you, I appreciate it, bro. And I appreciate the love. And I appreciate the love that you sent. Um, because I remember I ordered two, but you gave me three shirts. So I appreciate the love. Real talk. So, hey. Hey. If you looking for some nice clothes or some nice a nice brand to support or to rock, hey, rock my guy Genovi, and then hey, I'm always gonna rock the Bliss. So, if you want to rock somebody brand, you know, uh, or some uh, locals brand, I suggest Bliss, Bliss1998.com or Genovi.com, and you can get some your, uh, your gear. Hey, if anybody want me to wear their gear or their clothing don't be afraid to reach out to me on uh, instagram uh, or twitter or facebook because i do want to support people i do want to rock people with brand but i only want to rock people brand that that is organic and um genuine you know what i'm saying like i don't want to rock your brand if you if your brand stands for something else, like the money, I ain't rocking no the money shit. So if you if got like some devil horns, what it's saying, John 316, I'm definitely not rocking that shit. <laughs> like I'm not rocking anything devilish, you know, but I will support um, any black owned business or anybody in general that is genuine and that, um, that is organic. You know, that is our But, like I said, if y'all want me to, or if y'all know anyone that is black or they just got nice clothing or uh, that has a website that I can go on and just go order, you know, whenever this video come out, let me know so I can get some gear because I don't want to spend no money on no uh, Versace or no anything like that. I really want to rock um, the locals clothing because shit, everybody else rocking the Fendi, the Louis Gucci. And I ain't going to say I ain't going to not rock them one day, but I do want to support people. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about supporting people. But like I said, man, I hope y'all are having a great day. I hope y'all are um, safe. Um, I pray that y'all standing guys will. I pray that y'all um are doing what's best for you and your family. If you don't have family, I pray that you and you're doing what's best for you. Um Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I got a lot to talk about. As y'all can see, like I wanna talk about a lot. Every episode that I have of myself, it's so much that I wanna talk about and I go so fast. I don't know if y'all pay attention, but like I be going so fast because it's a lot of stuff that I wanna talk about. But um, I had to go on that Steelers rant because this shit been pissing me off. And same thing, um, for the Razorbacks. I'm really tired of saying Pittman. I really am. He's a good dude. He is a guy to where every school, every player needs a motivator. But I don't think he's the right fit for, um, the Razorbacks. And... For y'all that don't know, man, I'm a big fan of the Arkansas Razorbacks. I got Arkansas tatted on my back and I need Willie to come finish this shit. Um Hey, if you need a tattoo or you need a tattoo fill-in, hit up my guy Willie. Willie do tats um on Instagram. I don't know if Snapchat or anything like that. I do have him on Snapchat, but I don't know his name. But I do know it's Instagram if you know somebody that wants some ink or that want a tattoo or need a fill-in, you know, um hit up really do text. Uh, but back to Arkansas. I feel like Arkansas need a head coach like a Nick Saban. Um I'm glad that we got Bobby Petrino back. I feel like it can be glory days, but I'm not high on this right now. I'm not and I don't think I will be until I see some progress because we have been mediocre for 10 years and Jeff Long should have let Sam Pitt um, should have let Viper Petrino come back after he had the scandal with the young lady, the secretary and, you know, the whole motorcycle incident. It was bad. I ain't gonna lie. It was bad. After Viper Petrino left, we had John L. Smith. Like, what the fuck? Then we had um, Brett Bulema. then we had Chad Morris. Now we got Sam Pittman, and I feel like this was a good hire for the offense because um, Sam Pittman knows what's best for Arkansas as far as like the fans. Um, and bringing Barry Petrino back is probably the smartest thing that he could have done. I ain't gonna lie, I thought we was gonna get somebody else as far as like. The Washington head coach, um, or somebody, or the Texas State um, head coach for offensive coordinator, but that role is too high, or the, the I, not too high for him. The role that he would have taken in Arkansas would have been probably low because he just took Texas State, I think, like to their first bowl game or their first winning season. I can't remember, and they gave him like a five-year deal, but. Um, I, Sam Pittman is a good dude, but he's just not a good fit for Arkansas. We need Vibe Petrino back into that head coaching role. And I feel like they hired him just in case Sam Pittman want to leave, just in case Sam Pittman just want to hand it over to Viper Petrino, And I think that'll be a good fit because Viper Petrino knows Arkansas. He knows. Offense, He know, he's a guru when it comes to that. The state of Arkansas, we deserve a lot, especially when it comes to football. We've been getting ran over by Alabama, I don't know how long. I don't want to say it's been decades. And we came close for the past two years, but close don't, it's not good enough. Ole Miss, they're good offensively, but defense, they're not good. Um, you know, you know, I want the best for us, I, you know, regardless of how we play, I'm still going to be a fan, but we do need what's best for us, and that is to bring a championship, and it sounds like, nigga, you sound fucking crazy, Arkansas winning the championship in this decade, you sound crazy, I don't sound crazy, I we, Arkansas fans, we just so, we have, we're impatient, we're just like Stillers fans. We are, our expectations are very high. If you give us a good speech and it sounds fucking good and it sounds like you want us to win, we're going to be in on you. But if you show the minute we see like a missed tackle or a blown miss coverage, we're like, oh yeah, this season fucked. Because we have high expectations. Chad Morris, this man came in here talked some hot shit. Well, we said, yeah, we finna win this bitch. Nigga, we went 2 and 10. Back to back seasons. Nigga, we lost to UNT. <laughs> we lost to fucking UNT. And UNT is not a bad school. They're not a bad school. It's that, damn, nigga, we lost to UNT. That wasn't supposed to happen. I remember when Jeremiah and Rico was talking about, like, nigga, y'all lost to UNT. I seen that punt return and. We just walked out the field. These niggas scored. We lost to Colorado State. Like, bro, it was so much shit that year, bro. Like, we are impatient because we know what we are capable of. We know what the state of—fans know what we need. We don't need—Sam Sam Pippen is a good motivator. Sam Pittman, if they had a job in college football or college, I mean, uh, in the NFL, as far as, like, a motivating coach, Sam Pittman should be the first person you should hire. There's no disrespect to Sam Pittman, but Sam Pittman is not a head coach. He was an offensive line coach. And I didn't like how our offensive line played this year. Like, bro, we gave up 45 or 47 sacks. Bro, that's That's terrible. It's terrible. Like, we need a coach that's going to not talk because we hear this shit all the time. We hear that I'm going to bring the state of Arkansas this and that. Like, bro, we tired of that shit. Like, I'm tired of this shit. I've been getting made fun of about Arkansas since, bro, since in middle school. Like, Jawan, you know what I'm saying? Me and Darren's a bunch. Bro, we had a couple conversations about Arkansas, you know? But... I know not to talk shit because, bro, he's an Alabama fan. Like, what the fuck I'm going to say? You know what I'm saying? But me and Jawan, we always have, like, conversations like, man, Arkansas going to beat LSU. but we haven't beat LSU since, what, 2021? 2021? You know, two years. But, like, bro, it's, it's time for a change. You know, it's time for a change, but. You know, y'all, this—that's my rant about, you know, football and how I feel, cause I—I, um, we are due for a good—at least, bro, eight wins, bro. We can—can can we at least get two back-to-back seasons of eight wins, and then boost it up as far as maybe the SEC championship, maybe. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) my expectations and for the Steelers and Arkansas Razorbacks is just too high because we all, the Razorbacks and the Steelers playing like shit. And I'm not saying Arkansas is like one of the top five schools. But when Bobby Petrino was here, bro, we was number three. We lost to Alabama and we lost to LSU that year in 2011. And then we played Kansas State. We lost to Kansas. Uh, we beat Kansas State. And then that next year, um, we lost to, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was that year or another year, but we lost to Ohio State just by just not catching the ball. But uh, that's just my quick rant on, you know, college football and, you um, The Razorbacks and the Steelers, but I don't know about y'all, but my like my dating, um, I don't know, should I say dating life, dating pool, but like it hasn't been the way I expected. Like I talked about it previously on episode ninety-eight, like how I like talking to older women. And I don't have no shame into talking to women that have the cafeteria. I like, I don't know about y'all, I don't have no shame in this, but I like chubby women, I ain't gonna lie. But she gotta be God-fearing and beautiful though, you know? Um, <clears throat> I like chubby women, I like all women. I like all women, but when it comes to like the dating, and I'm not looking for nothing serious. So maybe that's why it it hasn't, you know, been as good as I thought it would be. But I've been talking to older women. Um, I was recently talking to this 34 year old. We was clicking, you know what I'm saying? We was clicking. And, but now I've been in this space to where I'm always asking God, if it's his will, let it happen. If it's not, then I know it wasn't from You. You know we was clicking and we was talking about uh my availability she said she have children i told her that i have a son or whatever we started you know we started clicking because usually and i don't bash any young lady that feel any type of way about having children because or having a child because maybe that guy didn't tell her about the child or children or she just had bad experience with just children in general. And, and I understand it. I don't, now I may like think about it, like damn why she don't like children or why she don't like kids. Cause I read women bios and say, if you have children or you have a kid, um, this is not a safe space for you type shit. You know, um, I, I see everything from both sides of the spectrum so i was like, okay you know we click and she have more children in which i only have a child and it's going to stay like that until you know god is ready for me to um have another one you know we was clicking and one day we was talking about like where we should go and i was like hey I ain't gonna lie it's a spot that i know that i think we can kick it and we're gonna have a good time she was like okay cool and she was like, well, I'm going out tonight with her girls. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, do your thing. Well, you just keep me updated. Um, I'll let you know when I'm free. And I was telling her, like, I work this day and that day, but I have my son um, with me on the weekends. And um, she was like, okay, well, we can do something on the weekend. I was like, okay, cool. Man, out of nowhere, I want to say like it was like a Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. She texted me and she was asking me what I was doing. I was like, I'm spending time with my son, having breakfast, whatever. And y'all, I'm not good at. I okay, let me stop lying. I'm very good at texting, but I'm not the type to text you back as fast as you text me. Some women they can text back very fast, and their expectations be okay he gonna respond within like two to three minutes maybe even shorter than that 15 nah mine's probably like 30 30 to 45 simply because i'm doing stuff and a lot of people be lying they don't really be doing shit. i really be doing shit. i be getting shit together but She got mad and we only text twice. So she texts me, she said, good morning, how's your day going? I said, I'm doing good. Texted back by like 15 minutes later. Then the second text, I text like 30 minutes later and she texted me back. So I said, okay, God, if it's your will, she'll respond later on and we'll figure out what's going on um, for the coming days to where we was gonna hang out. Man, she didn't text me back for two days. So I was like, okay, God, it wasn't your will. Let me know if I'm wrong. I don't believe I'm wrong and I don't give a fuck. But do y'all find it, ladies, do y'all find it weird if a man block you? I'm gonna let that marinate. The reason why I block people, especially women, is because if I already told you what I'm looking for, type shit. I'm not trying to waste nobody's time and I know what it feels like for your time to be wasted and I know it's very cliche because a lot of people say that but I really do I know what it feels like for your time to be wasted I know what it feels like to be left on red and shit like that now one thing I ain't gonna do is leave you on red especially if you ain't done shit wrong but even if you done shit wrong I'm not gonna leave you on red I'm gonna just let you know hey it's not gonna work out or um I'm gonna let you go about your day but I blocked her, because I don't know, maybe she had something going on, maybe I wasn't texting back as fast, but the, during the time that we was talking, at times, the way we was texting, it was spaced out. And I don't oh I don't look at the shit um, and be like, okay, she texts back at this time, and then I'm going to text her back at that time, make it sound like I'm busy. You know, I don't do that shit you know I don't do that but damn I ain't gonna lie like we stopped talking and I just stopped uh texting her I stopped texting her and then um well of course I blocked her but I don't know like the dating scene has just been like for me it's just been like weird but at the same time I've been asking God if it's his will because one thing I don't want to do I don't want to date a young lady or talk to a young lady and she have like issues as far as like baby daddy issues or she got a dude that is hooked up on her but he just can't let go of her you know I don't want to be around it because if y'all still like kind of talking but you know you mess with them or I don't want to be a part of that I don't want to be a part of anything to where it causes you to bring into your shit. And a lot of people a lot of men lose their life over pussy. I'm not going to lose my life over pussy. I'm not going to lose my life over no dumb shit in general. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to die peacefully. And a lot of men be victim of their own success or victim of just shit they don't supposed to get their cells into and fellas don't ever talk to no young lady if she's showing signs of like danger like if she's talking to a young lady i mean i hope she's not but you never know man it's 2023 man ladies be talking to niggas women and all type of creatures out here so you never know but if she got a complicated life, bro, and you know that shit, but you just trying to look past it because you're pretty or you got to run, your sanity and your peace is important. I was just talking to my little sister about that, and I was just praying over her, like, bro, like, your sanity and your peace is important. And if you're talking to somebody that is has a chaotic life, and you think everything is going to work out or you think you're going to change that as a woman or as a man, bro, that's not. It's not going to happen because you're not God. I don't want to be around no young lady that has that type of chaos. I'm not saying every young lady is going to come perfect. No, hell no, because relationships don't come perfect. A lot of relationships, we think, like, this person got to come ready. Now, a lot of relationships, you know, you're just going to have to work with each other to to get to where you need to be. But I'm not putting myself in a situation to where, bro, I got to worry about my safety. I don't want to be around no young lady to where I got to worry about my safety because a dude that she used to talk to can't get over her. No, because men or women that's like that, they only thinking about themselves. I don't want to be... In no fucking situation to where I'm not aware of that I can either uh, get hurt or hinder myself from seeing my son. You know, I don't, if it's involving me not seeing my son or involving my peace or sanity, I don't want you. I don't care how pretty you are. And that's one of my biggest things that I've been praying about, Lord. If any young lady that likes me or I like her, but she has any hidden agendas or she has baggage as far as um, chaos, I don't want it. If it's not from you, I don't want it. And I feel like that's probably why a lot of the things that the young ladies that I've been looking for has not came around yet and I'm just looking in the wrong areas and a lot of young ladies I've been talking to it hasn't been working out because I ain't gonna lie I'm not a chaotic person maybe I just attract the wrong women but they say you are what you attract but I'm not chaotic I promise you I'm not chaotic I'm not a crazy motherfucker I don't go do wild shit but I feel like I'm just looking in the wrong areas but like I said I'm not Trying to date. I'm just trying to have a good time, genuine. And what I mean by I'm not trying to date, like I'm cool with sex. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with sex, but I'm cool with genuine vibes. Like that's what I'm really looking for, just genuine energy. Genuine energy, and you want to see me be great. I want to see you be great. I don't want anything to where it's like we stop talking. You try to figure out why i'm hurting or why i'm lacking and you try to go up and you try to attack that and you try to go after my character all this evil stuff because i didn't want to date you you know i don't want those type of young ladies around because that could fuck up a lot of shit and i don't want and and i thank god that every time that i ask him if it's his will a lot of things have not been going the way that I want it to. And I thank God that it, it goes exactly where way, it goes exactly where it, he needs it to lead or needs it to be, you know? I ain't gonna lie, I can't, I don't wanna say it suck. The dating pool for me, it don't suck. It's just, I'm getting exactly what I've been praying for. You know and like I told you y'all got to be careful on which I pray on be careful about what you ask God because if you're not specific God is gonna send you whatever you're asking for and and I see why every thing that I talked to God about and I prayed about about the young ladies that I want around or the woman I want around They haven't came yet Because I'm very specific About what I asked Because I don't want A young lady That's just trying to Sabotage what I got going on Just because It didn't work out The way she wanted to And it's it's crazy Because women do that shit And men too Some people don't know How to let go I don't want to be around No young lady That can't let go If we can't vibe out, and it may not work for us ever again, but you have evil intentions trying to hurt me or try to bring other people to try to tear me down or try to hurt me, bro, I don't want that shit around. I don't. I don't want that shit around, you know? You, you know, I don't want nobody around that's not organic, that's not genuine, that's not um, God-fearing, that don't have great motives for me. Because I be iffy about dating, because I be seeing, like, the Jeezy situation, I see the Krishan rock, I see a lot of, like, people that made it, everything be going well, and then... When they're not clicking, somebody end up saying how they really feel. Like that young lady that was dating Jeezy that was married or whatever. She don't want Jeezy around because the guns he have. But she knew what type of man he was. She knew what type of lifestyle he had when she dated him. You know what I'm saying? Like People be switching up. That's why I'm very specific on what I'm talking to God about and what I'm praying to God about. Because I don't want nobody around me to act like they're for me, but if I tell them no one time, they're against me for the rest of my life. I don't want that. That's why I always ask God to remove. I always ask God to remove. If it's not God's will, I don't want it. And I've been on God's will for about like two months, close to three months now. I and mean, it's the same thing about spiritual discernment I didn't know what like his will was because you know in the Bible talks about um, um, on earth as it is in heaven gives the day, uh daily bread you know you know his will be done on earth as it is in heaven and I didn't know what that was until like okay let me start asking okay God is, is it your will for this person to hang out with me is it your will for this person to know um, what I'm up to with, you know certain stuff whatever you're trying to do ask God if it's his will because sometimes we put ourselves in certain situations to where it wasn't God's will so we have to go through something so God can get our attention and I'm glad I had to go through a lot of things to understand okay maybe it's not God's will and I always ask God every day I right, God, what is your will And what is your purpose for today? Because if I don't do his will, I could put myself in a messed up situation. I could put myself in a messed up situation. So fellas, young ladies, if things are not working out the way you want it to with uh, someone that you really like, step back and look at it like, maybe this is not God's will because we will go so far for someone that we like just to prove that we like them that, you know, show you, to show them that you care, you do a lot. But, you know, will that person do the same for you? Or will that person keep you at peace when everything, and your life is chaotic. Because you're going to have times to where your life going, you know, get shaky. Your, your life going to get shaky here and there. But it's all about the people you have, the, the company you keep. I'm all about just keeping genuine people, organic people. If you're not God-fearing, you're not organic, it's not genuine. If it's not real, I don't want it. I've been asking God for the past couple of weeks just to remove whoever is in my life that is not meant to be in my life. Because there's a lot of people that I think that is meant to be in my life is not meant for me. And I've been praying it every day. And I want y'all to say the same thing. Matter of fact, we're going to do it now. You know, say, Lord God, remove everybody or anybody that is in my life that it's not meant for me, and show me, show me what you're, show me what you see, open my eyes to see what you're saying, and give me the ears to listen. It's important for us to listen and to see who's for us, because we may think this person want us to be great, but they really don't. I heard some shit, um, Fat Joe, he was saying, No, uh, it was an interview with Fat Joe and I don't know if he was an Italian mafia dude, retired Italian mafia, but he was like, it was this dude, he kept writing bad reports about him in the news. And he was like, bro, why you keep saying that shit? He was like, he was like, "Uh, why you keep saying that shit? I thought you wanted me to be successful. I thought you wanted the best for me. He's like, yeah, I do. I did want you to be successful, but I didn't want you to be that successful. He was like, that successful? What the fuck? And then, Fat Joe was like, yeah, you know, some people, they want you to make it, but they just don't want you to live next door. And I was like, God, dog, bro, that's so deep. That's deep, bro. People want you to be successful, but they don't want you to be bigger than them. Crabs in a bucket. People want you to be great, but they don't want you to be greater than them. So... With everybody that has like a business or you're doing your own thing, you're trying to step outside the um, I'm trying to figure out the right way, you're trying to step out your comfort zone and to be great and break the generational cycles. Bro, right? there's gonna be somebody around that's pulling for you, but they don't want you to go that far, they want you to go far enough so they can see you. Some people don't want to they don't want you to get out of reach of them because they you get out of reach, they know you're not gonna come back to the hometown or to how things used to be because you see them for who they are. So that's why I always ask God to remove because I may think one of my family members or one of my, I really don't even got no friends to be honest with y'all. I got a few people that I'm cool and close with, like real shit. Like I don't got no circle. like no bullshit I don't have no circle like everybody I used to be cool with like I cut off and like you know no bad blood but just probably won't be no access again so and I'm still like Big Bang said I'm still waiting and looking to cut people off you know like my circle is very small my circle is very small so that's why I'm always asking God every day like God remove whatever that is in my life that is going to hinder me or that's slowing down my process. Same thing for the people. There's people in my life that is trying to slow me down or trying to hinder me from being great. Lord, remove them because I don't want them around. I only want people that wants to actually see plan James progress and be the man that he always wanted to be, be the father to his son, you know, always be there for him. You know, I only want organic people around. Like, people say, like, they want the best for you until you start being the best. It's like, oh, this motherfucker thinks she better than me or he better than me. Like, no. Like, you don't have to be humble saying it. Like, be humble, but, like, no, I just wanted it more. You know, I wanted it more. I don't want to be around no one that feel like my accomplishments or what I've done is arrogance. No, bro, I worked hard for it. If I have to dumb down my accomplishments for you to feel good, bro, that is not gonna work. I'm not ever doing that. I'm not ever dumbing down my accomplishments to make you feel good. I'm not dumbing down my ideas to make you feel Like I'm not good enough. And a lot of us gotta let go of a lot of people. And that's the scary part. Letting go of people that you thought that was there for you or that's there. I know the people that's there. I really do. I know the people that was there and I know the people that wasn't there. I I listen, I I can count on my hands how many people that was there. And it's small. It's less than three people. No. it's four. I know who was there. And sometimes it, and it's not even sometimes, a lot of times you gotta let a lot of people go. And it, that shit sounds so cliche, but like, it, it, whenever you start doing your own thing, you want to be great, bro. You, You're gonna go on this journey by yourself. But God gonna send you somebody that's like, dang, I never expect you to support us, you know, help me out. It'd be the people that you never be paying attention to, you know. I always ask God, what's his will for your life? Or what's his will for someone that. that you think has great intentions for you. I'm so serious, y'all, when I talk about like, I want God-fearing, genuine, organic people around that wanna see me win. It's not going to say like, man, I helped you get, I helped you get to where you need to be, or I helped you get there. So I deserve half of your check. You know, I deserve this, I deserve that, and this, and that, and the world. You know, you don't need people around. Ask God to expose every snake that is in your life that is posing as a friend, that is posing as a um, a supporter. Ask God to remove them. Because you don't want to get to a place... So you're very comfortable, you're happy, but it's that one person that's plotting, just waiting on your wrong move. Ask God to open your eyes to see what he has seen about someone that you're confident in, but you really don't know. Like what Big Bang said, you may think you know these people, but you really don't know these people. You really don't know these people. And he was saying, uh, big uh Dj screen was asking like are you afraid to tell people no he said no i'm not especially when it comes to money that i earn. like he was like if i see the money coming out of my account you know what i'm saying that i work hard for it and I earn now nah, i'm not afraid to say no I used to i used to be timid and i was like dang bro like sound like me because I'd be afraid to say no sometimes but like now well I say I used to but like now I'm not afraid to say no because I'm not afraid to say no and I look at it and I always ask myself and I always ask God like okay why is this person in my life and who sent this person because there's a lot of people that don't like you that's gonna send people that you don't know so' try to get on your podcast try to get on YouTube try to get in good from God I do not want that young lady I don't want that young man around me as far as friendships because friends gonna help them. When there's an opportunity around, they're going to plug you into somebody that 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 they think that is going to help you get to the next level. A friend that's going to support you even when you're in your ghosting stage. A friend that's going to talk great things about you, that's going to say great things about you, that's not going to talk behind your back. That's, like, that's what friends are. I don't want no Judas spirits around me. I don't want no Jezebel ladies around me. Or, my bad, a Jezebel. <laughs> uh, what Shamaya would say, I don't want no Jazzy around. I don't want that around. I want young ladies... Y'all probably like, hold on, CJ, I thought you wanted to be married. I do, but I don't want to be tied down right now. So in the meantime, the people that I want around, and it just could be young ladies, Just we just chill. No sex. But I want... People around me, that are just genuine. So some days, probably back and forth, like, man, do I want a relationship? Like, now, then it's like, oh, I just seen something. That Jeezy situation, you know? And it's like all these beautiful women, it's like they have this goal in mind. A $10 million lawsuit. Like, what was Dr. Dre? It was like a hundred million. A hundred million a month or something—it was some something crazy. His baby mom wanted a hundred million a month. I always, I say, Lord God, rebuke and bind young ladies that have that type of mentality. I always ask God that. I always tell God that. I always ask God hey, remove, rebuke and bind and send that back to the pit of hell. I don't want to date or deal with any young lady that have that mentality to where it goes, not to where we expected, not as far as like fighting. Or talking about each other, like hitting low blows. But if it don't go the way we expect it, you don't have to have no ill intention where you don't want to see me win. I should be able to, this is how I look at it. And I learned this from one of my mentors. Um, he was like, CJ, if if you can't go back to a young lady that that you used to talk to that wasn't a young lady for you. And I was like, dang. And this is a guy that I work with. And he was like, yeah, man, like, I'm for real. If you can't go back to a young lady that you used to talk to or you used to mess around with and just have a conversation about, like, this young lady in your life, how, how she go about it, that want a woman for you. Because if it's somebody, like, if you really love that person, like my mama told me about this young lady I used to talk to, she was like, if you really love that young girl, I said, young girl? I don't know what the fuck I was trying to say. <laughs> I don't know if I was trying to say young lady or young girl. But she wasn't a young girl, Um, young lady. Um, She was like, if you really like that young lady, like her enough to let her go. You know what I'm saying? Let her go. And that's how I look at it. Like, if you really rock with that person, rock with that person to, like, hey, I know what we have, but I want to see you win regardless if I'm not in your life. That's what I want around. Like, even if we don't. Get that opportunity to just like see each other parents or whatever. Don't try to sabotage my life just because you're not in it. That was some fire shit. You know? And I see this shit like Blake Griffin uh baby mom, it was like, what was it? It was like a hundred million something. I can't remember, y'all. Y'all remember for all the sports guys, I can't remember, it was like a couple years. It was longer than a couple years. I want to say like five years or four years ago. This when he was at the Celtics. I don't know who he at now. He probably is at the Celtics. I can't remember, but she was requesting so much. And it's like, bro, you're money-hungry. I don't want no money-hungry woman. That's why I say the woman I, I will attract, she's going to work hard. I don't want no woman to feel like you're entitled to stay at home, that's that social media shit. Social media taught a lot of young ladies to be fucking lazy and not work. Any young lady that want to pursue me, well, we pursuing each other, and you feel like you can just take a day off or days off. I'm not saying take a day off. Like, you can't take a day off. Because y'all like, hello, on, damn, CJ, like, she can't take a day off. Like, I'm not saying that. But if you got that mindset to us, it's like, my husband going to do all the work. I can stay at home and bullshit, fuck no, do something. Regardless, I can take care of the kids. That's obvious, that's very fucking obvious. And I know y'all probably like, well this nigga not for me. I don't give a fuck, okay? I don't give a fuck. I don't want no lazy ass woman because a man's supposed to work. If he don't work, he don't eat. And I will enjoy the fruits of my labor. In Jesus name I will enjoy the fruits of my labor But I don't want no young lady That's just going to sit on her ass too That's not going to work So like My mind be everywhere When it comes to like Like the dating pool And then just like Want to be married And not want to be married Cause I be thinking It ain't nothing wrong With having two wives Cause I be thinking like Everybody in the bible Had multiple wives I don't know if it was didn't have a multiple wife. Was it? Peter. Y'all do not quote me. I don't know if it was Peter. Oh, don't quote me. So, y'all, yeah, my mind be everywhere, just like about the marriages having multiple wives. You know, that's not that's not for me. You know, I ain't gonna lie to you. He did say multiply, but I don't feel like in that way, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's just with one woman. You know, I am a one-woman man, but until then, my guard will always be up. Until guys say, Alright, CJ, let your guard down. But until then, my guard will be up. Um, yeah, my mind be everywhere. I don't know if I want to be in a relationship one day or if I don't. But as of right now, I'm comfortable with just where I'm at. Um, I'm cool with just a supporting cast. I'm cool with that. Um I ain't gonna lie, it would be nice for a young lady to support me. It'll feel good. And I'm not as far, talking about as far as like a friend, but like, if she likes me, I like her, and she support me like, whatever I'm doing, I might be out the game. I ain't gonna lie to you. If she support me, and she, she gotta, she gotta knock these out. God-fearing, you gotta have a genuine heart, got a great personality, authentic, naturally beautiful, and she's supportive, those six, I might be at the game. And I'm not in the game. Yeah, like I said, the last time I had sex was when I told y'all about that story. I haven't had sex in a while. I have disciplined dick. I'm very disciplined. I'm very disciplined. I don't care how horny I get. It's quality over quantity. You know, quality over quantity. I like beautiful women and I always have. I love, listen, ladies. I love chubby women, but you got to be beautiful. I love chubby women. I love that shit. I love the the thick shit. I love that shit. I love that shit. And I ain't going to lie. I can kind of see myself like dating a chubby woman. You know what I'm saying? I can kind of see myself. I feel like chubby women provide a lot of love because they don't get a lot of love. For the men that get what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? I feel like chubby women don't get a lot of credit. I feel like I can fall asleep fast as fuck in a chubby woman arms. Oh my gosh. I can see that shit right now. I can see that shit. Chub I ain't talking about fat chubby, I'm talking about a roll or two. You know what I'm saying? But nicely built. She still got booty. She still got of course she got titties, you know. But she got a nice body. You know, she got a nice body. I like I like that cafeteria fat, I do that means you can cook good. that means you chubby women gives me that that vibe to it's like phew, a plate full of food. you know what I'm saying like i f- I'm at home, you know what I'm saying? like I get that, and maybe that's where God want me to go. I don't know, I don't know. I' just be talking but like I don't be talking sometimes, but like I ain't gonna lie. I feel like chubby women you know, got a special heart, got a a special place in my heart. They do got a special heart, too. But I feel like they got a special place in my heart because they don't get a lot of love. But a lot of men, like myself, like chubby women. I love chubby women. I love playing with women fat, too. If you got some fat, I love playing with it. Like this one young lady, she was like, older young lady. She was like, CJ, oh my gosh, why are you playing with my fat? And I was like, I don't know. I just like that shit. And she was just chilling on her phone. And I was chilling on my phone playing with her fat. Like, I like shit like that. Y'all like, CJ, a lovey-dovey. I am a lovey-dovey dude. I am. It just got to be that, the right woman. I ain't going to lie. I don't rock with Christmas. I don't rock with Thanksgiving no more. Yes, we all have our opinions or whatever. But, like, I could do some matching pajamas, you know what I'm saying, if it's the right woman. You know, because I do want a village. Outside of my son, I love my son. I love him. Till the day I die. Even when I die, I'm still going to love him, you know. But I do want a village, you know. I do, with the right woman. And it could be a chubby woman. And when I think of chubby, I think she got to be like. What I, what I'm picturing in my head, she's either brown skin or light skin. I love light skin women. I love light skin women. I love light skin women. Light skin women are very beautiful. I love all women. All when I mean all, I'm talking about colored. You know, no disrespect to the white women. No disrespect, but I like all. I like all women. I just haven't dipped I haven't gotten into that I haven't gotten that pool yet. Maybe do I want to hit a white woman one day? Maybe. I'm yes, and I'm talking about physically punch her. No feeling. Like. <laughs> but no, um maybe one day, you know, I had an opportunity to uh to hit one, bro, but she was on her period and then Um, She ain't never let me know when she was off, and, you know, it didn't work out after that. But I love light-skinned women. And I like, I ain't going to lie, I used to didn't like feet, but I don't like feet on me. I like looking at them now. I like looking at pretty feet. And I ain't going to lie, if you smell, that's why I say chubby women don't get a lot of credit, because I done been around a a very beautiful chubby woman, bro. She smelled good. Like I didn't smell not one scent of ass on her. Like, cause you know certain women that's big or chubby, as I should say, cause I don't fuck with the BBWs. BBWs is too fucking big. BBWs is too fucking big. Now I ain't gonna lie, I would probably hit a BBW, I ain't gonna cap. She gotta be beautiful though. She gotta be beautiful. She gotta smell good. But back to what I was saying, I was around a beautiful, chubby woman, bro. She didn't have no scent of stink. Like, she smelled fucking good. Older woman, she took care of herself, bro. She even had pretty feet. Because, you know, when you just, like, certain women, they at um, they get to a certain time or a place and they like they don't just give a fuck about their way. It's like, fuck it. And, you know, their feet be fat. It just be, like, uh, ground beef. Bro, like, when I tell you her feet, like, didn't have... How can I explain it, y'all? Her feet didn't have a lot of cushion. It was just... I can't explain it. It wasn't fat. I can say Her feet wasn't fat. That's all I can say. Her feet wasn't fat. I'm trying to explain it the best way I can, but fuck it. If y'all don't understand it, fuck it. But... um. Dude, she smelled good, like, I ain't gonna lie, I wanted to fuck too, I did. I don't know what happened, bro. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. We don't talk anymore, but you know. Chubby women, maybe that's where I should be. Maybe that's where I should be. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. Chubby women is where I belong. You know, maybe I should. You know, look on Facebook and see if they got a chubby women community. You know, um, you know, get myself in there and drop some pictures or whatever. But maybe chubby women is where is that? Cause I ain't gonna lie, to chubby women do. They're pretty, bro. Hey, this is the Off The Wild Podcast with off the wild topics and questions I've been asked and answered. And check your motherfucking feelings at the door.